Hey everybody and welcome back to the junkyard. The show talking all about the good, the bad, and the ugly in arts and entertainment. I'm Imani. I'm Zach. And, and here, here we, we go. Okay. So you're currently on tour, as we as we say, not really. You're having a little a little travel vacation. Yeah, I'm in uh, what, China right now, I'm on tour. In China on tour. What, uh, what you doing right now? What's going on? Right now, I'm at my grandparents' house in Sacramento. Just got back from San Francisco. I was there for about a week, um, like a business week, th- uh, meeting international friends, some new international friends. And uh, now, I'm, now I'm in Sacramento. What about you? What you doing? Word. I'm currently in the process of moving. We're moving from San Diego to Escondido. It's about a 30-minute drive. Mm-hmm. A little closer to work, a little closer to L.A. Not very close, but closer. So... Today, as we always are, <laughs> press for time. We're squeezing this orange juice out. We've got some good. We've got some bad. Let's talk about the bad and let's end with the good. Okay. Okay. So what I want to talk about is leaks. All right. So if you are, and this mostly has to do and is mostly being super popularized by superhero movies, anything um, with a fandom, right? So, so the MCU, Marvel Cinematic Universe, of course, is very big. And um, the newest Spider-Man movie comes out in December. And the thing that I've just been the most frustrated about, and I've been upset about this for a little while, is leaks, right? So... And I think what comes before that is spoilers. Hmm. I'm really sick and tired of people thinking, oh, well, I just saw this thing as soon as it came out. So now I'm going to post it all over the Internet. Right. And so everyone who has time to binge things and to spend eight hours watching an entire eight episode season or or a 12 episode season of a show is going to do it as soon as it comes out, and then they're going to put, it, put spoilers, all the juicy stuff, all over Instagram and meme it and do all that garbage. So that just gets on my nerves. And it, it, it's, just an exi- it's just the first example of how people, like this, this, this instant message era we're in right now, or because that is now possible, that is now the expectation. And I'm, I'm just completely over it. I'm super sick of it. Um, I'm, I'm sick of people expecting things to be that fast. Uh, and then I'm sick of people not being interested in considering other people. Um, it's, it's pretty frustrating. And that leads us into these leaks. So Spider-Man, what is it? Not far from home, No Way Home, something like that. Spider-Man No Way Home or whatever. And apparently there's supposed to be all kinds of... Yeah, it's like, it's like the, the third movie in the Spider-Man trilogy in this iteration. Mm-hmm. And there's supposed to be all kinds of characters from other movies and different universes. And so the, the first thing that is challenging to me about this is because just like the MCU in general, of the timing of releases, right? So we get the down low on Spider-Man. It's supposed to be 
all this multiverse stuff. It's, 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 in, it's in the trailer, right? He, he meets up with Doctor Strange. He, they make a spell, and they make a mistake. Oh, right? Yeah, yeah. Right? But then I read from the director of Doctor Strange 2 that he was frustrated because that was going to be one of the selling points of his movie, Doctor Strange 2. I think it's called like the madness of the multiverse or whatever. Mm-hmm. But this trailer for Spider-Man comes out before the trailer for Doctor Strange. So technically, this movie spoils that movie. Right? So that's one thing that is like super irritating to me of all this crossing of hairs. And then I just can't stand there's been both real leaks and fake leaks of who's going to be in this movie. Oh, maybe the previous actors who played Spider-Man are going to be in this movie. Uh, right? We already know that Dr. Octopus from a previous Spider-Man, the same actor, is going to be in this one. Then I see you know, people trying to take, taking photos on set of a villain. Now we know which villain is going to be in the movie. And all these things, yes, and then some comes down to speculation, and, but then some are leaks from the actors, some are leaks from people who have stolen photos off set. There's all kinds of rumors. At first, we didn't, we didn't know for sure who was going to be in the movie, and people got super psyched because they saw an image of a previous Spider-Man in this movie, but that ended up being a fake, and yada, yada, yada. My thing is, I'm tired of it. I'm tired of we need to know everything about this before it comes out. We need to know every single freaking detail. Where is the surprise? Where is the theater cinematic experience where you saw a trailer and that makes you so excited to see what happens in the movie as opposed to, oh, this is going to happen, this is going to happen, this is going to happen. I wonder how they're going to do it. Like, why, what, like, where's the suspense? And, of course, it's because of the fandom, because, like, I'm sure no one gave a shit about A Quiet Place that much, where people are leaking things on set, you know what I mean? Mm. So, for me, it's pretty frustrating. I mean, I think a lot of it is just this, this not this new impatience, but it's kind of a, like a different form of impatience that's sort of plaguing social media in a lot of ways uh, with tech movies. Um, I mean, I guess I'll just stick with that for TV shows, you know, and um, it's definitely annoying because I like you am all about that suspense thing. Actually, I actually tend not to like watching trailers even before I go to a movie. I don't want to even read the synopsis. I would like for, for when I went to go see Dune, I was like, I don't want to don't, I saw the picture. The billboards. That's all I saw. And I didn't want to know anything more about it. I just wanted to go and be fresh. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I te- I, if I can control it, I like to be like that with movies. So I feel the same way. So, you know, it's hard for me to figure out why people feel um, and do otherwise. Because I am very much a fan and I want to be surprised. I have friends also that are fans and want to be surprised. I personally don't know anybody that is that kind of person that likes to um, leak things ahead of time or, or just is so impatient, but I do, I have seen that on social media a lot. Um, I mean, yeah, it, it's, 
it's really really frustrating and and, and then it kind of makes it, it kind of makes sense as to like why these companies like apple um they take so many steps to where it almost seems convoluted to to keep their products and their shows secret and it almost seems like um it almost seems prudish you almost think like wow you really have to hide it that much but then when you see how people these days fans have so many roundabout ways information no matter what it is they have ways of getting it that there's just it's almost not enough there's almost not enough that you can do to keep things private and then even then so once you make it public there are still those dumb assholes that you know are gonna share everything about it once they find out like in infinity war uh, people were like saying oh everyone dies which was fake and they were also Mm -hmm. saying you know that certain people you know whatever that certain things happen to certain people and that was true and people were finding Uh... that out and that that really burned me with infinity war. And then um, that made me get up at 2 AM the, on the premiere of Endgame, So that, that didn't happen again. Wow. Because I was so burned from infinity war. Uh-huh. And, um, and, 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 you know, so I, I tend, I tend to, to, to stay away from social media, things like that, but sometimes it's, it's even hard to avoid. You know, if you follow certain hashtags, it just gets right into your feed. We talked about that on one episode, how, we're getting things that we didn't even ask for um, on social media now. And so like, what can we do about that? Um, which really nothing. Cause it's, we can't really control it at this point. You and I can't control it. So I don't know. I think that, um, I mean, one thing that's less dependent on just like the mass public being dumb is how, how long trailers are trailers are now. Oh I mean, my god! Like two and a half, like three and a half minutes. Oh my god! And they just tell the story. And this, this started for me at least when I started noticing it. Happened with Batman v Superman, where they put Doomsday in the trailer, and then Zack Snyder was like, "If you think that you know the order of the events based on the trailer, then you're going to be wrong." And I was like, "Who gives a shit?" about the order of events if I know the events. Like, (laughs) it's just so frustrating. People trying to tell the... It's not a book report. It's supposed to capture your attention so yet you go to the theater. And I think I've had such a hard time. Then I see trailers, and I'm like, okay, cool, I don't need to see that. Right? It's... Yeah, satisfies my de- ruin it. yeah. It satisfies my desire to do anything. I'm like, yeah, well, yeah. I, I don't really care about it now. Then, yeah, that, I think teasers are fine. I think teasers are sufficient, honestly, because, um, like, I think I, th- I the the new Batman trailer I don't think was bad. I don't think it revealed too much because that movie seems like it's gonna like it, it, the trailer is still very ambiguous. But I would have been fine with the teaser. With the teaser, I would have still gone and seen the movie. I don't think Same I've thing seen, with. I don't know if I have or not. I may have thought that. I was like, you know what? I'm not going to watch this two and a half minute. Don't watch the trailer. Don't watch it. I mean, it doesn't. It, for me, I don't feel like it spoiled anything. But God, what movie was it? I saw the trailer and I was just like, why is this so fucking long? Oh, oh my God. There's this. Um, I guess it's different for TV shows because they're so much longer. But like, mm-hmm. um, there's this prime. There's this new Prime TV coming out, and Mama showed me the trailer, and it was like five minutes long. And I was like, "There's so fucking much happening in this trailer. Like, I, I don't need all this. The show comes out in a month. 
Like, l- let me just let me just see the trailer. Right. You know, get me hopped up on adrenaline for it, and then you know, leave it at that. Like, I feel like from a marketing perspective, that it's better to leave. You know, like less is more because then, like you said, you sometimes you see a trailer and maybe it's like, okay, well, I basically saw the movie, or it reveals some you know tasteless things in the movie that now I don't want to see it anymore. Mm. Um, so I mean, sometimes I and for at least for our opinions, you know, it hurt. It can hurt the movie. Yeah, I don't, I don't know, I, and I and I hate that like that whole thing. Well, if you don't know the order of the events, like. When you show all the coolest parts of the movie in the trailer, then, in the trailer, and then I, like just like the coolest, like the climax of every cool moment in the movie, and then I go and I watch the movie, and I'm like, oh, so I did see every cool thing in the trailer. Wow, that I'm was really another thing. Fucking unsatisfying. Yeah, and and I don't know if Zack Snyder was even like the one who cut the trailer, and maybe he just said that as a way to try and salvage it because sometimes the production company will have other work. You know what I mean? They'll, they'll, they'll send the footage out to one, at least one, uh, you know, production company who will edit. They'll like get different versions of the trailer and, and they'll test them and see which ones work. So maybe that wasn't his choice. And then I remember the same thing for the justice league, the shitty version of justice league. When, when Cyborg says booyah, which is his trademark thing to say, they put it in the trailer. I was like, why did you do that? Why did you put all the, like, like you were saying, why did you put all the coolest shit in the two minutes? So now when I'm watching the movie, I'm like just checking, bo- checking, checking boxes. Like, yep, saw that. Yep, saw that. Oh, okay, so these are all the things that were in the trailer. Cool. Yeah, and people are like, and they say, well, if you don't know the order of the events, like, you know, it's about the story. Watch the story unfold. Okay, why are you making a fucking action movie then? It's called an action movie for the action, the adrenaline that we're supposed to get from, you know. So, you know, I think that's, and and like you said, he may have been saying about his work, but whatever. He's not the only one that has said that. And and there are probably other people that have said it, like, actually, genuinely, if he didn't. So, you know, I think. I mean, I don't know what the issue is. I, I it's kind of like, I don't know. It's like who the fuck is editing these things? Who's making the choice? Because maybe, maybe it doesn't. Maybe they don't understand the gravity of these certain choices. Like maybe they didn't. They don't know like what the booyah means. Maybe they're not a Teen Titans fan. Maybe they didn't. Maybe or whatever it is, Justice League fan. Maybe they didn't get it. Um, and maybe that's happening a lot. I mean, we see that's happening more and more in Hollywood. Like, um, I, I, I went to the movies. I've gotten like movies a couple of times recently, like three times in the last two months. And um, every movie is like the same five actors. I mean, that's a real, that's really, that's a real hyperbole, but I'm like, oh, oh yeah. Okay. There's Adam Driver again. There's Matt Damon again. Oh, there's Adam Driver once again. Yeah. Okay. All right. Scarlett Johansson. Nice. All right. All right. Adam Driver. <laughs> and I'm just saying, cause I mean, Adam Driver's in like five new movies right now, but I'm like, what the fuck? Why are we using the same eight actors? For every movie, for yeah. the leads of every movie, and I'm like, you know, this doesn't. I'm not. It doesn't sell me. The thing that just makes me bored. It's all about like, milking. It, it, I think it's about like riding the trend of like, oh, this is what people like. People want all the bangs and zips and woos and explosions in the trailer, and you know, oh, um, 
uh, you know, people loved Adam Driver in Star Wars. Let's put him in this. Let's put him in that. Let's put him in this. And I'm happy for people to get their money and their opportunities because opportunities are slim out in these streets, right? In mm-hmm. San Diego, I mean, slim. So I'm sure in L.A., slim. And New York, too, I'm sure is slim. People are picky as hell. Well, and this is why it's slim, though. Yeah, because they do this. It's this cycle. People don't and want to take chances. Find, and once they find another guy, you know, that they like, Adam Driver's not going to get any more work. Right. It's like that whole thing. Uh, you see those videos. Why don't they cast this person anymore? Because they fucking found another one. Like, that's, yep. it, it's not... Because they it's milked not about, that dry. Not some fucking cra- there's not some crazy conspiracy as to why that person doesn't get work anymore. They found, they found a new one. That's Un- all. Unless that person is a shithead, then, and, they, then they may have been, like blacklisted i have heard of certain cases where people were like not going to put up with certain types of behavior anymore so certain actors don't get major work anymore but but but, it, that, but, if, but if it wasn't for that it would have happened eventually it's like the it's like the minority of cases yeah i think it's all about capitalizing on who's hot right now yeah and if i ever get my chance i'll milk it and then when they're done with me i'll go back to doing small tiny plays you know, but mm. but I that still doesn't change the fact that it's an issue because there's so many think, hardworking, talented people who don't get a spot or an opportunity to shine because they're not the current moneymaker. I think that it's I think that being hot, like not, you know, I know what you mean, like like being like the hot, like being trendy, trending, yeah. whatever it is. I think that's the killer. I think that going for that, because I know like what you're saying, the work is slim on these streets. And, and, and when you have that presented in front of you, hey, this movie, this movie, this movie, it's going to be all this, you know, all this work, all publicity. It's enticing, but I think that is the ultimate. That's what leads to the downfall. And I think that perhaps, because I, I don't know, I don't think, I really, unless you're a superhero movie, I really don't think it's necessarily. Like for me, as far as being self-satisfied, mm-hmm. I wouldn't want to be trendy because pop culture is dumb. <laughs> like that trend, that trendy things like that. I, if I'm widely accepted like that, like if I became like, you know what I mean? Like I'd rather be, I'd rather be putting out quality, like in my mind that I feel it's quality content than selling myself out to, to stay hot and to, and to keep getting the work mm-hmm. because you burn out. And you become a star, and then that star dies, and you accelerate your timeline by by making being hot. But if you just become this, if you come, if you come, if you become a planet, and and you keep developing your body of work, and that becomes your asteroid belt, then you have more of a security. You have more security against incoming things that could mm-hmm. fuck with your thing, like you know, getting replaced or whatever it is. You have a better belt instead of being some sun. I mean, the center of attention. You know, and then you're going to get fucked. You're going to end up dying out and they're going to replace you. And then, you know, they're going to go to a new fucking solar system. I don't know. I mean, I think it's all about, well, there's so much luck involved, right? There's so much luck. That too. So I definitely believe that it's something to be great and it's nothing to be famous, you know, especially in the timeline of the universe or of the world, you know, Mm -hmm. like the amount of years you can, very, very few people are famous their whole life. For me... I think just because we stop hearing about someone doesn't mean that they're that they stop working. So for yeah. me, I I'm 
more than willing. I'm, I'm going to continue to build myself and my skills no matter what because it's what I love to do. It's what I'm interested in. But for me, I'm sort of prepared for either one. I'm prepared to accidentally pique someone's interest and have a couple of years where I'm in everything, good or bad, but they're writing me checks for $10, 20000000 million every time. And then you don't hear from me for a while, but I'm still working, right? Because then sometimes it, it doesn't matter if you smash the audition, you smash the audition. I just think for me, when people are trending, and I don't know this for sure, what I think it is, is it just makes it easier to get that recommendation. Instead of going, let's audition. People go, oh, you know who's hot right now? This person. So you get the job as opposed to your agent going, hey, there's a possibility that you could play this role. Here's a chance to audition, right? If I, if I had a time where I was just getting in things because of what I looked like and who I was, and then I had to go back to like audition, I'm fine with that because as long as the bump is big enough to change my life, you know, even, even a single seven-figure check is going to change how I operate because I'm going to continue to make work regardless. Um, so the movie business is not something that I'm trying to get in and out of, but I'm preparing myself to ride any possible waves, right? Because, but that's why we're doing this. That's why we're doing the YouTube. That's why we continue to learn and grow so that any opportunities that we get that bring us fame or fortune just go back into investing in ourselves, you know? Mm -hmm. So personally, I think it's about being open to the rising of the tide and at the same time, not, not betting on things. You know what I mean? Because the opportunities like someone like Chris Hemsworth is getting, that's like one in 10 million, one in a billion, you know, things like that. I think to set myself up to try and have that type of expectation would be, terrible but to prepare myself for opportunities like chris pratt right where he got to be in the office and then he was star lord no uh parks and rec sorry parks and rec and then he was star lord and then he was in jurassic world and um then he did something else and now he's the voice of garfield and he's the voice of mario and you know like i think there's I know, and we can talk about that. Lord have mercy, that cast. Um, but I, th- I think there's just, just different ways to set it up and to, and to look at it. Yeah, I mean, I think, and what time is it? I think we're wrapping up here, but yeah, I, think no matter, up. I, think, I think no matter what, I mean, as elusive as it is, is... is it just shouldn't be that way. Like mm-hmm. art, I mean, not just art, but like everything. Like the fact that if, when you when you talk to people about, oh, I want to start a company, there's some people are like, oh, wow, you really want to you really want to try and do that? And they're like, well, everybody's trying to do that now. I'm like, well, I mean, yeah, I mean, I guess like maybe everybody says they want to be that because of you know people on social media or you know whatever you know dramatizing it or just showing you know whatever the riches or whatever and um i mean it's kind of a tangent but i guess what i'm trying to say is, is that there we there are a few huge companies 
and then there's everybody else. Uh-huh. And little by little, those huge companies are working on getting rid of all the little ones until they're all that's left. And you know, as much as we fight back and do our, you know, our our mini activism and stuff like that, our big activism, those companies are so huge that there's only so much we can do if if we want to live. Like, mm-hmm. you know, there's mm-hmm. only so much you can do. But at the end of the day, they're still going to get your business somewhere or somehow because they've spread themselves out so far. Right. And then it's the same thing with like celebrities. Like, I don't think it's the same with music, but like with acting and movies, all it is now is statistics. If you want to make a fucking blockbuster film, all you need is a, a, statist- a statistician or whatever, a statistician. Yeah. You don't need a great playwright. Mm. I mean, maybe if you want to make a great movie, you need a great playwright. But if you want to get box office sales, you need somebody that can read charts. Similarly, so they can see the market. What sells? Oh, people like, um, you know, whatever. People really liked this musical. Let's make a movie of it. Oh, people really liked this movie that was made 10 years ago. Let's make another one of that exact same movie yep. and cast all the actors now that are trending. And it's like, it's so irritating because it's only further like doing this bullshit to people's head. That, that's just like these heads, these people's heads. That's just like, further disintegrating their um, ability to open their mind to new things. People then now when we see new actors and things, people are like, oh, that, I'm not really sure I want to see that. But mm-hmm. imagine if Hollywood, imagine if everybody had to audition every time and it was just fucking open market. You know, maybe it was, I mean, obviously you can't get rid of biased, but nobody just gets fucking cast like that. You have to audition, and it's the best person that wins every time. That would be imagine because then, okay, maybe you know, maybe Chris Hemsworth is a great actor, but there's something that he can't do. There's a certain there are certain roles that he can't do, and I can do those roles. Mm-hmm. Just for, let's just say, I can take that role from Chris Hemsworth because that's just his weakness. But instead, we're gonna cast Chris Hemsworth in this movie. And he's not going to do that great of a job at it because this is not his strength. But hey, he's trending, and we want the box office sales. This is obviously no no job with Chris Hemsworth. This is just he's just an example. Um, so you know, it, it's just like if it was all if it was a free market, and it's like there are these big companies. If you weren't able to get to a certain size, like yeah, I'm all for people getting rich. That's great. But if you have the fucking lion share on something, mm. that's that's that doesn't leave the door open for like. Innovation. That's like, in in my mind, it is is limiting human evolution. And I and I just had a conversation about this today, as far as like pronouns and gender identity. How, um, how us being how in modern society, us being more open to this and allowing people to truly be who they are, we are evolving. We are removing limiters from the human psyche. And expanding our borders emotionally. Mm. And that's going to lead us into the next evolution, uh, round of evolution emotionally. And so, you know, what were those borders? That was he and she. Those are the only things that exist, right? So right now, all we have in, are... In the West. Know, in the in the West, yeah. And that's that's another thing, too, in learning Japanese, all those other things. So but in the West, we had he and she, right? And so we were very limited by that. We're not just in the West, but in English-speaking countries. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, and so now it's just, there's nothing about this that isn't a good thing. This is all we're expanding our horizons. So we need to do the same thing in every, every industry because that will lead us into the next 
uh, you know, the next round of, of good things. I think that, you know, all these big companies, they're just, they're holding themselves back. I think, and I think the big actors, I think big actors taking every job and riding that wave, you know, good for them. But I think they're also holding themselves back in some way. And they're, Mm. pardon me, they're hurting their careers. The ups and the downs, right? I mean, there is no give without take. There is no take without there give. Is for right? every reaction, for every reaction, there's an equal, there's an equal negative, or for every positive reaction, there's an equal whatever opposite reaction. Mm-hmm. Um, before we end, I mean, in San Francisco, I met these new friends of mine, and they're from Japan. And to their knowledge, they have not seen a ton of um, unsheltered people in Japan. There are not a ton of unsheltered people, at like least that homeless seen. people. Homeless people, yeah. Uh-huh. And um, so they were like, uh, there's so many homeless people here, like so many more than we thought. And I'm like, of course, more than you thought because of how, Amer- how America paints itself. It's yeah. like, you know, everybody's rich and everything. But but they were like, um, yeah, it's a lot more than we have in Japan, at least that they've seen. And um, I was like, you know, not only America as a whole, but San Francisco in particular is an extremely rich city. It's so, so rough. The whole, yeah. Yeah, the homeless situation. So the... the the, the the more concentrated wealth, the higher the wealth, the the worse the poverty is going to be, and that's just that's all there is to it. Because that that is they're only there because they were able to in some way. The the bottom is a product of the top. Mm-hmm. And the top mm-hmm. is a product of the bottom, but the top likes to ignore that part. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's yeah, like it's very true. It's ridiculous. So I don't know. And hey, there may be. I mean, obviously there are homeless people in Japan, but there may be more than they than they, than they think. There's homeless people everywhere, you know. There's no, but that's a whole other thing. Either way, gatekeeping. I don't think in any way you look at it. I think it's toxic, and um, unless we're talking about trailers, in which case you should gatekeep the story a little yeah, more. Yes, please. Right. Nice, yeah. nice way to wrap that up. Oh man. <laughs> yeah. Well, it was a burst, uh, but it was a good burst. So right on. Thanks, man. We're going to work out these uh, internet issues, and you're going to be there for two more weeks, right? Um, yeah, I'm leaving on the 26th. Right, right, right. So we'll work this out next week. You and I will get together before Friday, work it out. Thanks for taking a listen. Thanks for taking a, having a watch, taking a listen and having a watch. Until next time, folks. We've been the junkyard. Thank you for listening. Bye-bye.